Hey, witches! I'm Rachel LaForest. And I'm Leah Knauer, and you are listening to Basic Witches. And today, these Basic Witches are talking to a pro witch, Queen Tay Taylor. She's so incredible. Her energy is so calm and serene, and she's just beautiful inside and out, and we know Mm. you're going to love her. And you know her online as Queen Tay Tarot. She's an intuitive tarot reader, and she gave us and you a beautiful intuitive tarot reading. So stick around uh, towards the end of the episode for that. But before we dive in, um, we have a lunar event coming up for the full moon, (laughs) kicking off October on October 1st. We will be hosting a full Zoom, full moon ceremony. Yeah, it's been so fun and we keep them very intimate. It's not recorded. It's not published. It's a very safe space. So you can come and be vulnerable and have fun with us under the full moon on Zoom. Um, So if you want to join us, go to the link in our little bio at Basic Witches on Instagram. Yeah, and as we talked about on this episode... um, we're really in a time where it's kind of like start doing what you love doing or get out like and this is a great way to meet uh witches Mm -hmm. when we we meet in circle like this you're you're getting intimate with other people trying to do the same thing as you Mm -hmm. um so it kind of ties in to the messages coming through in this episode today. Absolutely. Um, but after you listen to this amazing episode, you have to check out Dr. Kat Meyer's podcast called Erotically Wasted. It's a part of the Soul Fire Podcast Network, which you obviously love because you're listening to this show. Erotically Wasted is a five-minute pause out of our busy lives to reconnect with our wild and erotic Dr. Kat Meyer pleasures our ears with sweet and sultry poetic pleasures that will leave us feeling melted into our bodies and intoxicated with desire. Because sometimes we need that tantalizing reminder. And if that quickie wasn't enough, then Dr. Kat Meyer also has a full-length podcast called Eat, Play, Sex. She knows that you're bombarded daily with nutrition tips, sex advice, and tips on love across all your feeds. And she knows that how that may actually be getting in the way of you experiencing your full sexual potential. So on the podcast, Eat, Play, Sex, Dr. Kat reveals to you what works and what doesn't in a playful way to get you back in the game with those you love or yourself real-life stories, and expert interviews to help you improve your sex life by addressing mental blocks, nourishing your body, and unlocking new realms of pleasure. Hell yeah. Who doesn't want all that? Um, Now unlock your pleasure by enjoying this episode with the queen. Bow down, bitches, to Queen Tay Tarot. A fucking open book that cusses. <laughs> Keep our, it fucking open. Yes. <laughs> fuck yes. Our favorite type of guest. <laughs> Hell yeah. Where are you in the world, Taylor? I'm in Portland, Oregon. Oh, that's right. I noticed on your Instagram. I love Portland. Yes. I like it here. It's just, it's very white. So um, I've been here for almost two years and like, 
Um, definitely very supportive of my business and like shit like that. I moved here for art, um, mm. but I've just really been feeling how white it is, like mm. with everything going on. So yeah, yes. of course. I, yeah, I did learn recently or hear that like Portland, like Oregon is pretty red, but Portland is sort of like a white liberal bubble. <laughs> Yeah. And like that, that turned me off because I was like, oh, I want to live in Portland one day, but that didn't make it sound as good to me Mm. either. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is really like a bubble and it's even like, I feel like when you get into like the left, there's sort of like this hipster idea of like, oh, I'm beyond like needing to check in with myself about racism or about bias. And like, it's, it's really like, I feel like it's really, um, a lot of that here because everything is so white mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. it's like oh we're all left like everything's fine like we don't need to check in about anything but mm-hmm. I'm just like what this is so weird I don't know yeah. but, but, like I feel like yeah everyone always has work to do but I feel like that kind of gets lost mm-hmm. when you're surrounding yourself with with only the same type of people it's like easy to um not check or like not acknowledge. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, like white liberals can sometimes, white progressives can sometimes be like the most dangerous because they think that they're like <laughs> impervious to fl- flaws surrounding racism and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's like, no, we actually need, we actually need all of us to admit that we're inherently have benefited from a racist system if mm-hmm. we're white because that's what racism is. It's the upholding of whiteness as the ideal. It's not discriminating against any race. It's like specifically upholding whiteness as the ideal in a systemic way. Oh yeah. So like you have to admit if people are going around not admitting that it's, that would drive me crazy. I can imagine. I feel like it's even a little bit more dangerous because like Mm. people don't want to be racist or like people don't want to be like and people have this perception that like if you're not like um, out here saying racial slurs Mm. or like actually against people like you're nuanced uh, like you're saying. And that's a lot of, of ego, like that defensiveness of like defending, oh, I'm not racist where it's like, well, I don't know. It's yeah, more than words. I'm wondering if you've, cause I would imagine it's been extra hard as a black woman. So I'm wondering if there has been any silver linings of like a strengthening in your community or like, I don't know, is there any beautiful moments amidst all of this for you? Um, I would say not like racially. Okay. I feel like there's just such a lack of diversity. Like I've not really mm. found a black community here. Um, but I actually moved here with my girlfriend at the time and we're not together anymore, but very good friends. So like, it's like a piece of home and also like, she's a black queer woman too. So like, that's, that's comforting, but you know, complicated when you get into relationships and all that shit too. Um, I landed here in a queer um, art studio. So I feel very much like seen and connected Mm. to like, community so I mean that's like a source of expression and feeling like valued and like part of a community but um, I just feel like as far as BIPOC it's just so few and far between here wow 
Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like the suburb I grew up in, Ohio. It was like very. I'm from Ohio. Oh my gosh, crazy. I'm from outside of Cleveland. I'm from Cincinnati. Nice, nice. Whoa. (laughs) I love it. Ohio gals, stick together. Midwest coming through strong. Yeah. But here we both are on the West Coast. Where are you? Uh, Los Angeles. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I just spent some time there. Mm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did you say it was interesting? Yes. It's Why? I feel like, so I was only there for like four days or whatever for my birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, thank you. Um, But as a city, like I really like the way it feels being there, like the feel of the city. But I feel like there's like, it's something with like the culture or the people that made me feel very much like, I don't have a lot of money, so, like, I am inferior type of thing. Oh. Um, like, everyone with, like, Gucci and, like, mm. I don't know, fucking Gucci mask everywhere. I'm just like, what's going on? <laughs> well, to be fair, you can really easily get knockoff Gucci stuff yes. in LA. <laughs> yes. So it could be knockoff. But, no, I totally get what you're saying. It's like, um, yeah, it's that's definitely a, a vibe in LA and like yeah. certain scenes. I literally have a fanny pack that I painted to say Gucci and it is not Gucci. So I am <laughs> guilty of that. Um, I love LA though. Like, yeah, there's definitely that, but it depending depending on the pockets that you're in, there's a lot of like hipsters and artists and people who just like speak my language. Yeah, so I was actually staying um, with my friend in Silver Lake. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a really cool neighborhood, and it felt like, okay, like, these are my people. Yeah. Well, Silver um, Lake is, like, the most Portland part of L.A. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So but they're like, very vegan, very vegan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I, I'm non-dairy and I don't, eat, um, I don't eat meat other than like fish. They're actually not yeah. allowed to bring gluten within the boundary of Silver Lake. You'll get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> no, <it's not> <laughs> That's so funny. But like, uh, but I was staying with like my influencer friend. So there was still like the, I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> That sentence alone is amazing. <laughs> Definitely Silver Lake. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's like, there's still like the money thing. And yeah. Like, which is way different here in Portland because, like, yeah, we're like a tech hub or whatever, but I feel like everyone's like more dingy, like more thrifty, which is totally my speed. Mm-hmm. That's like, my speed too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like oh. to get like fancy, but it's always comes from Goodwill. <laughs> so. <laughs> falling on a budget that's the way to go yeah Yeah, I'm like my I just um moved into a new place so I've been like unpacking all of my stuff and I'm like oh I need to clean all this shit out and like buy more stuff but I'm like like, if I thrift if I like buy something that's nice for five dollars then it's fine (laughs) yeah I've gotten so, really into this um, show on Netflix. It's called Get Organized. I don't know. That just reminded me, and I really love it. Ooh. Is it like, I feel like that might be satisfying. Like, yeah, it's very might... satisfying to watch. They like I'm get scared. rid of stuff, and yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's gonna make me like, it's gonna make me feel even more overwhelmed with my closet and be like, <laughs> oh my God, I have to throw everything away now. Mm, just the things that don't vibe with you. 
which is like really nice and a spiritual practice of getting rid of things. I channel that message all the time for people. Yeah. But it's so hard for me to actually do it. (laughs) I'm so sentimental. I'm like, oh, but I bought this shirt. Like when I had $5 to spend and like, Mm. I can't get rid of it. Mm. But I'm doing it. I'm cleaning it out. So So downloads for people, is that through your tarot? Um, So I'm actually an intuitive tarot reader. So, um, tarot is like a tool just like any other divination um but I really pair that with like channeled messages that I get so um just meditating on people's energy and Mm. using like clear audience and clairvoyance in addition to the cards yeah yeah oof love that I want to know more I I get similar experiences and I think Rachel does too um when did you develop this or when did you realize that you had these powers so it's actually when I moved here, really, is when I started tapping into it. Portland is like a very magical place, a very activating place. Um, mm-hmm. And it's so funny because I found out that a lot of my favorite like magical movies were filmed here. And I'm like, that makes so much sense. Which um, Like Twilight. Um, I mean, yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey is not magical, but it's based on Twilight. So and yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I love that. I love that series. Yeah, anyway, um, there's like another movie, Halloween Town. And yes. Yeah, there's like, I'm like, there's so much magic here and you can literally feel it like walking down the street. Um, But when I moved here, I had got this reading from like a psychic in Kentucky or some shit. And like a few (laughs) years ago, she was like, oh, you have high like level psychic abilities. Like you can heal people with your hands and like you're going to be a rags to riches story and like all this shit. And I was like, Oh, this is interesting. But like, I don't think you have the right person. Um, Cause I was not spiritual at all. Like mm. my sister had bought me a tarot deck. Um, and so I was just like pulling cards or whatever and like looking up the meaning, but I never meditated or like tried to channel anything. So I was just like, I don't know who you're talking about, but like, this is still cool. Um, so I moved here and she had mentioned like healing people with your hands. So I was like, I'm going to find like a Reiki master and like do a trade, like a work trade. And like, if I find the right person, cause I didn't have money either. So I was like, if mm-hmm. I find someone who's like willing to trade me for like, exchange for like work or whatever then it's like meant to be so Mm -hmm. I started studying Reiki with someone um and she is such a cool person like she's so Mm. cool but like we just vibe so well like we are too good of friends to like work together (laughs) Uh, yeah we just talk forever and never get any work done and I'm like (laughs) you want to learn like Reiki um but so that I got a session from her and it was like so magical and like healing um and I was just like oh my god like I guess this is possible like she's tapping into my life and like I'm not told her all of the shit she's talking about um wow. and so yeah that was really activating um and then from there my life kind of fell apart, which is usually how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, how it begins. <laughs> exactly. The, the dark night of the soul. Um, so I lost my job at the art studio I was mm. working at um, because spiritually, I knew that it was time for me to go. I was working like 60 hours a week unpaid and like mm. it was a work trade. So oh. I did get like free studio access and like free 
clay, free firings because I do ceramics. Mm. Um, so, and I also like was getting free housing. So it wasn't for nothing, but like no money. So mm-hmm. how am I going to yeah. buy food and like other stuff that I need? Yeah. Um, but I knew it was time to go. But in the similar vein of me not wanting to get rid of my clothes, I was like, <laughs> I can't, I can't leave. Like, I love them so much. And like, I have so much community there. Um, so uh, it ended up that like my boss and I, who I'm still very close friends with, and um, we just it wasn't working for either of us so we parted ways um but you know like I said before that was connected to my housing so I'm like I don't know where I'm about to live and like I don't have money or food so it was just like a really rough time but it was also very activating Mm -hmm. um and so it sort of forced me into like a very close and personal and like very deep relationship with the divine Mm. um and so I was meditating for an hour hour and a half every day sometimes twice a day um and having all these visions of like deities and talking to my guides and even like meeting my unborn child and a lot of like yeah very deep very very spiritual experiences during that time Um, and it was there's an underlying bliss like it's one of the most peaceful times of my life because like I'm like all right like I don't know what's going to happen it's kind of out of my hands at this point so like mm. I might as well be happy yes um, embracing the free fall exactly <sighs> it's completely release control and I feel like that's really like what I needed to learn at that time mm. and I didn't have like the complete awareness that I have now like as to why that was going on but mm. that's totally it And I still use that even to this day with like all the fucking smoke outside. Like you can't, you literally can't walk outside without Mm -hmm. like inhaling smoke and like Mm -hmm. the rioting and everything. But I'm at peace and I Mm -hmm. feel like that's something I learned then. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would say like, long story short, that was the time that I really tapped into like my clairaudience and clairvoyance and intuition. Oh, I love that. And at the beginning of this call, you said you feel good and you're not going to do anything to like self-sabotage that. And that seems like the lesson there of like when things are really shitty and you still feel that peace and you know that you're going to be taken care of no matter what happens because you've always been taken care of, then you can like relax and just enjoy things. Yeah, and I actually did um, a manifestation um, manifestation workshop uh, for Black women. Um, and it was like a panel of all Black women, and it was like 100 participants, and it was really beautiful. Wow. And we sort of talked about, like, how um, voodoo really comes from, like, slavery and, like, mm-hmm. that necessity that is sort of ingrained in, like, voodoo and, like, magic for Black witches. Um, and so, yeah, that was also really, mm-hmm. like healing a very like a very connected moment to me um Mm. because like I definitely learned my ritual and like healing practices and stuff out of necessity um, out of like survival who led Mm. that course I'm curious um it was another I guess influencer friend on Instagram um her name is Jaleesa Cypress um and we just connected online um just like I'm hosting this course and I want you to be on the panel that's so that's cool. awesome. What are your rituals? Like what do you tailor do on the reg like for your rituals and, and spells? 
Um, I don't really have like a regular uh, magic practice. Um, I've been holding a lot of space for other people right now. Um, and now that I'm moving into my own place, I'm really getting back into like routine and wanting to integrate more of like a daily or like, I guess, regular ritual practice. Um, but really back when I was like, um, just tapping into all this, like I would do ritual all the time, like fucking magic. <laughs> I like, haha, I'm magical, like spell here, spell there, spells everywhere. Um, but uh, I, I usually like, I usually always do something for the full and new moon, like always, no matter what's going on. Um, but other than that, I don't really have like a set ritual schedule or anything cool totally get that I'm like a different witch every day (laughs) (laughs) like I'm like mostly a green witch very very connected to my plants that I water them with like mist every day (laughs) and I miss them when I'm gone (laughs) Um, (laughs) so they're like truly a part of what what grounds me and that's magical Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I do different stuff every day. Oh yeah. So I'm like super my rituals. Yeah. And I feel like ritual is something that like everyone participates in, whether they see it as ritual or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. so I, yeah, I think about like, like I have such weird, like personal rituals, but I don't, they're not like, they're not as intentional as like, mm. okay, I'm going to sit down and do this ritual for this. But I guess like, I guess I do have my weird, like, I guess, anxiety rituals. <laughs> Getting angry in traffic used to be a ritual for me when we had traffic. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's all about intention, right? <laughs> yeah. So you've been reading tarot for how long? Because you are the queen, after all. <laughs> the queen of tarot. Oh, my God. I don't know if I can take that title quite yet. Didn't you? Um, you're Queen Tay. Yes, I'm Queen Tay, but I wouldn't consider myself okay. the Queen of All Tarot. Like, okay. There's there's levels to this, you yeah. know. Um, but I feel like I've been I've been studying it for about four years. Um, but there's so much information in the cards, like there's so much symbolism, there's so much occult like mm-hmm. um connections, there's so much astrological connection. Um, so I'm, I'm forever a student of tarot. Mm, I love that. Just like yoga or meditation. It's like mm, suited exactly. for life. Yeah. It's never ending. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That kind of takes me back to how you were talking about this, this, uh, dark journey of the soul that you had to go through and just how it seems like inevitable. I mean, it's like every witch we talk to has gone human and humans because because it just is human I don't know I've been like thinking a lot about struggle and death and um rebirth and like how change is so inevitable and struggle is inevitable but we can still have peace and moments of happiness Mm -hmm. even though it's inevitable that there's going to be hard times I feel like it's also inevitable that there will be good. Like, it's like seasons, you know, like we're always going to have winter, but we're always going to have summer and like spring. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just about um, really just finding that 
that peace no matter what I feel like Mm -hmm. is the key to like true happiness Mm -hmm. um and that makes me think about like um countries that maybe don't have the same wealth or resources that we do but they're Mm -hmm. still like like when you're walking down the street like you see so much joy and like so much fun and like so much lighthearted energy in other ways exactly Mm -hmm. exactly and I hate that like there's the idea that the U.S. is like number one or whatever because we have the most or a lot of wealth. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that like I think on a government level, we're like we're seriously lacking a lot of a lot of important um, values. Yeah, 100% <laughs> agreed. Yeah. So what do you like? Do you use magic in any way to combat that like to combat the failures of our government or what's going on um well on like when I went camping I think this was ooh time is really hard right now. <laughs> right um, yeah this, this two weeks ago maybe um I went camping with some friends and we I was like oh we need to do a group ritual um, because I'm definitely yes. the most spiritual out of like all, well, I guess, okay, I found out that one of my friends is actually way more of a witch than I thought they were. Oh. Um, but yeah, so it was like us planning this ritual. Um, but the campsite that we had had this like makeshift hut thing oh. that someone constructed out of like, yeah, it was definitely some like witchy ass shit. Like Whoa. there was like a whole hut made out of twigs and like tied together. Literally. exactly exactly and there was this okay okay now that i'm talking about this this was literally like a witch hut there was like this triangle like bench in there that someone built out of wood and like there was this there's this like circle made out of twigs that they like like, twine together oh my god i was like we have to do a fucking ritual in here yeah that sounds so cool i know i was like what is this Anyway, like we went in there and we like did our ritual, sanitized with masks and everything. <laughs> um, but we all like put one hand on this like triangle bench thing, um, and we just did like a collective spell um, where like each person says a word one after the other, mm. and it was really centered around like dismantling mm. the patriarchy and protecting protesters and helping move it that like humanity is in right now and helping like bring healing and love mm-hmm. um so yeah that was really cool to like be a part of for sure I love everything about that yeah <laughs> it sounds magical did you notice any immediate effect or changes or did anything happen um not really which I feel like it's okay because I yeah. feel like there is the idea that like manifestation is instant or magic is instant. Mm-hmm. Um, but really like with my own personal experience, it takes time and it's more subtle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you look back like, oh shit, I totally manifested this. And like, yeah. oh, the spell that I did actually did work. Um, totally. But uh, yeah, I just feel like for as far as us as a group, we felt more grounded mm-hmm. and um, a lot of my friends are like out there protesting pretty often mm-hmm. um so it was like a good recharge for them too mm-hmm. um, yeah so we all just walked away feeling like really good about it and it feels like you did something right oh yeah all you have I to love do is that set feeling. the intention and yeah. like 
Boom. Magic. Yep. Yep. Oh, I want to talk about, because you mentioned earlier, talking to your unborn child. I want to know more about that. Like, yeah, what was that? What is that like? That was wild. Um, so it was at the time that I had a pregnancy scare. Um, this was like, this was a long time ago, maybe like, this is a year ago, year and a half. Um, but I thought that I was pregnant and I had done a rune casting for myself with like ceramic runes that I made and definitely the baby one came out and I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Is that how I you know. found out you were pregnant? No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is I a, need this a pregnancy is, test. This is such a trippy story. Okay. So I did a rune casting and the baby one came out and the abundance one came out. And to me, like babies in abundance, like are definitely the same energy. Um, so I was like, oh my God, what is this? And that night, well, I had like written in my magic journal, like uh, my like ritual journal, tarot journal, magic journal. And I was like, I might actually be pregnant. Like what's going on? Um, and so that night I went to sleep with it under my pillow and I had a dream that there was a soul in my womb. It was a boy. I knew it was a boy. Um, and he kicked. And I was like, no, I don't want this. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? Um, and so I talked to my sister about it. And she was like, you know what? Like, this might be in your head. Like, maybe you want to get pregnant. And I was just like, I don't need to hear that right now. Um, but I was doing these readings and I was like, I mean, I'm like fucking psychic. I'll just ask if there's a soul in my belly. And I was actually talking to a little boy um, who called me mom and told me his name was Jordan. So I was like, I'm a little bit <laughs> weirded out by this. But um, my period didn't come. Um, so I definitely did take a test, but it was negative. Um, wow. And my period showed up like maybe 10 days late, which oh. it's never, it's always on time. So I was like, I don't Whoa. know. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Wow. It, was, it was the weirdest, the weirdest thing. Mm. Do you still think thing. about Jordan? Yeah, I do. I do actually. That's I'm so like, cute. Well, I know that I'm going to have a very magical, like very prophetic child um, just from mm -hmm. like my own like intuition mm -hmm. um but maybe it just wasn't time for him to materialize I know I'm gonna have a boy first and he's gonna look more like me than his father um and I, I know that it. I'm gonna have two other children I think they're both gonna be girls as well so mm -hmm. I'm expecting three <laughs> but I'm not expecting right now <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I think it'll be I think it'll be sooner than I'm wanting but not right now Okay. Yeah. I also have a weird feeling that I'm going to have a boy first. I want a boy first. Really? Yeah. See, not yet. I've always wanted, I've always wanted twins. I wanted a boy and a girl because I am a twin. Oh, yes. yes. Is she a witch or he a witch as well? He is in his own right. Yes. He is very prophetic. He told me like, oh. I remember when I told him I was studying, um, Reiki, he was like, you know what? Like I see you having a YouTube channel and like posting your readings. And I was like, I will never be on YouTube, but here we are like <laughs> posting YouTube every week. Like I was like, oh. he knew. He knew. Wow. I yeah. love it. 
That's so cool. Would you, I mean, sidetrack, would you and your brother like have twin tuition and stuff? Mm, I wouldn't say not like telepathy. I've definitely had telepathy with like other people. Um, but with him, it's more of just like a very close, like bond. Like, I feel like we, (laughs) we understand each other and we are so fucking goofy together. Like, and also very spiritual. So like, we just understand each other and like, um, our energy definitely manifests in different ways. Like I could tell that he's way more of like the masculine version of my energy and Mm. I'm definitely more feminine. So it's Mm. interesting to like, to see sort of like my birth chart play out in like a different vert. I don't know. Oh, like, like that's who you could have been. Kind yeah. Of thing. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Cause you would have like the same birth chart, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Same are, you, are you both Virgos? No, we're Leos. Oh, Leos. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. But it's funny to say that because we are, I think inside real, I believe we're Virgo. Um, mm. And I run from my Virgo tendencies because I, <laughs> I have my North Nose in Virgo and my Mercury is in Virgo. But I like, other than that, I have no other Earth. So it's really hard for me. What oh, is your, like, your rising and your moon? Uh, Pisces moon, Gemini rising. Ah, okay. I have Pisces moon and I'm a Gemini sun. So I feel like we're a little similar on that. Whoa. What's your rising then? Mm-hmm. Capricorn. Wow. Mm-hmm. And my mom is a Capricorn. Mm-hmm. My mom's a Capricorn. Really? Yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah, my mom was born on Christmas and my mom loves attention, so that was not good for her. <laughs> oh, no. She just has some Leo in there. <laughs> she yeah. probably does. <laughs> I'll have to ask her. So do you practice any sort of um, plant medicine or any divination like you know, besides tarot? Yeah. So I have experimented with a lot of divination over the years and it's actually something I've been wanting to study more. I mean, I'm always studying, but never enough. It feels like, um, so Virgo, I, <laughs> knowledge. I feel like that's Gemini too, like a curiosity about oh, all things. Yeah. Um, but what, what are we talking about? Divination, yeah. so Pisces moon. I'm just like, um, <laughs> I know it's like up in the clouds mm-hmm. um but I have done stone castings I've made a set of runes um and I also have experimented with pendulums I haven't quite figured out how to like get that one to be super accurate yet mm-hmm. um but I also haven't like fully dived in on it yet what um, is stone casting what is that Um, so I'm not sure if this is like an official thing, but I just take a bunch of crystals and like cast them out and like read the pattern that they lay in. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm sure that's a thing. I mean, I can't be the only one in the world who's done this, but. Throwing crystal. uh, (laughs) 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 Thank God. Um, but yeah, I actually re- I actually do get a lot of messages from like patterns. Um, so I can be like walking outside and there'll be like a pattern on the ground. They're like, the leaves are in a pattern and like, this is what it means. I even had like, someone told me about like reading the pattern of birds in the sky. And I have done that before, which is cool. really cool and like interesting. But yeah, you can, I feel like you can use anything to divine from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially like things related back to nature. 
Yeah, I know. I've been wanting to. So I've been doing a little bit of fire gazing mm-hmm. um, for my readings when I meditate on people's energy, which mm-hmm. has been interesting. But I really wanted to do hydromancy because I'm very connected to water. Would so that I've, be, how would that take shape? So um, it's the same as like a crystal ball. Okay. Like gazing into um, a body of water, a cup or container. Um, cool what you can see in it cool wow what have you seen in water i haven't i haven't done that one yet oh okay he wants to do it she said yeah 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 i'm such a fish (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i mean i've been swimming since i was like three years old i think um like my whole i have five siblings we're all like life very much Shoot, what did you say? It froze. <laughs> no. Um, I have five siblings and we're all lifeguards um, and very oh. much ingrained in like swimming and water. Um, and I've been like in water since I was like a, three years old or like something like that. I love it. So you're just really attracted to water. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So then you're a bath person too, or? I was going to ask that. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I am not. Really? I know. I've never taken a bath since I was a child, but I was, it's funny you mentioned that because I was actually about to take one today. Oh. My first bath in my new place. Oh, yeah. I love baths. I feel like you're going to love it now that you're a witch because it's so ritual and self-care and just like sexuality and meditative oh yeah that's what I think too and I'm like okay like I'm gonna give it a try I'm gonna yeah. set candles and like maybe make a sigil or something and like be intentional mm. about it like yeah it. it'll be cool we'll see yeah enchant the water of your bath like Exactly. And I, I love making playlists specifically for my bath of like, ooh, what's the vibe of the music that I want to listen to while I'm meditating in the water, basically. I love that. Hey, witches, we hope this episode has been helping you out so far. And we want to take a moment to tell you about another thing that can help you out. BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online therapy by fully licensed professionals. They're so awesome. You can find them wherever you live, whenever you live. I know that doesn't make sense, but it does now. We're in the future. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Um, But they're seriously so awesome. And we love being partners with them because mental health is so important. I hate to say now more than ever because it was always important, but Mm -hmm. now more than ever. And now more than ever, it's important to be virtual for your safety. And BetterHelp is the trusted source of virtual therapy so oh and it's cheaper than going in person like the old days and even cheaper if you're a fan of our show because listeners will get 10% off your first month if you use our discount code basic witches that's betterhelp.com slash basic witches better h-e-l-p.com slash basic witches now we better go back Oh, you go, you go, you go. (laughs) You do yours and then I'll do mine. Go. Go. We better get back to this helpful episode. 
like in that they they have these things here i forget what it's called it's not a bathhouse because that has like a very like (laughs) gay male like sexual like connotation to it but it's like a a wellness spa thing and it's like clothing (laughs) optional and like you can go soak and like mm. uh, someone who worked at my pottery studio actually like worked at one of these places and like mm. gave me like 30 free free soaks so oh, that's, that's a awesome. lot I know it wasn't like 30 it wasn't 30 it was okay. maybe like <laughs> 10 which is still a lot <laughs> of like free a lot soaks. yeah so I would like I would go there I actually went there with like one of my lovers at the time too which was interesting oh that's fun it was, yeah, it was interesting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to get into that. <laughs> um, no, um, it's, he's like the one of the most spiritual people I've ever known and ever, definitely ever dated. So mm-hmm. it was interesting in like a very spiritual way. Do you normally date spiritual people? I wish. <laughs> Where are the spiritual people? Um, no. I I I would prefer to date queer people, queer identifying people, and spiritual, I guess, identifying people. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of hard. Mm. I was actually just on Instagram live, like drinking wine, just whining about like how hard it is to find people that I feel compatible with. Cause like I'm 23 years old, but I own a business and live alone. Like you're so young. Like you're so mature. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like I usually date older, but like who, what older person is going to date a 23 year old and like take me seriously, even Mm -hmm. though I'm like way beyond my years in a lot of ways. So it's just very complicated to like, find people that I like really connect with oh I that was me in my younger 20s I so relate but it gets better as you get older because the selection gets better because yeah because wiser and they're figuring themselves out so then you get to meet themselves sooner (laughs) instead of like meeting a different version of them at the beginning Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, I'm like, I can't go below a certain age anymore mm. in my dating. Like, once I went older, it was just like, oh, this is where it's at. Because <laughs> I'm also, I'm like you, I've always been an old soul. I've always been way beyond my years. Like, I started living on my own when I was 15. Like, I'm just, I basically went to college for high school because I went to, like, a, a specialized school. Um, I lived on my own, like, yeah. I like have to date older. That's how I feel too. Like I like will go on a date with like an older guy or something. And like, it's like, I don't know. I can tell like what you think this is. And it's not that like, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not 23. Like, even though you think I'm like 23, right? Like I am, but I'm not. Exactly. Like, I know what you think this is. And it's my soul is not. I'm actually 5,000 years old. Yeah. So respect your elders. Oh, you speaking of elders, you also talked about um, connecting with your guides and deities. And I'm very curious who those are or if you would share with or us how, yeah, how did that come through um so I read this book called ask your guides um because I actually 
funny enough, this is another um, spiritual experience I had. So with my um, Reiki master, who I was like doing the trade with, um, one time we were hanging out, like supposed to be working, but not. She was like, all right, do you want to go to like this cat, like acrobatic show with me? And I was like, sure. What? Um, <laughs> yes. Not even a question. So, <laughs> so it was a, it was so cool. It was a bunch of cats, like, and you know, cats do whatever the fuck they want, yeah. but they're trying to get them to like jump through hoops. And they're like, eh, if I feel like it, like it was the funniest yes. thing. Like it was so funny. <laughs> Um, but afterwards she was like, well, I have this friend who like talks to snakes and like gives readings from them. Like, do you want to go to her birthday party? And I'm like, what type of fucking question is that? Of course I want to meet this person. Like what? So we went to her, um, her house. You have the coolest friends. (laughs) (laughs) This is all, this is all divinely guided. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, all right, this opportunity is here. Let's go. Mm Um, so, uh, we ended up talking to her and her name's Stephanie Ulrich. Um, and she was so cool. And I was like, all right, I have to get a reading from you. Um, and I had like a little bit of money at the time, but I was like, I have to do this. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I was getting a reading from her and the snakes told her to tell me to like connect to my guides and to read this book called Ask Your Guides. Um, so she actually was like, oh, I have a copy of it for you right here. So I was like, okay, so, (laughs) all right. Um, so I read the book, um, and it was really insightful on like connecting, um, connecting to my guides. And, um, so I just like set the intention to talk to them and like get closer to them. Um, and I actually, met one of my guides who I interacted with very intensely like way before I considered myself um spiritual um and I found out that her name is Boba um so I was like oh cool like you've been here the whole time now I know your name um but it's funny I first connected with that guide um my what was it oh I was with my girlfriend at the time who I moved here with um but this was back in Ohio okay and I was like I don't know, like, are we supposed to be together? Yes or no? Like, I feel confused or I feel conflicted. Um, and so I was like, all right, like, if you have any guidance for me, guides, like, just tell me. And so I went to sleep and I had this, like, dream experience, but it was very vivid. Um, and me and my girlfriend at the time were, like, walking through this, like, outside market, but it was, like, super dark and, like, obviously a dream um because like who's shopping with like no street lights and like there's no one around <laughs> like it's just such a, like dreamscape thing yeah but uh yeah she was just shopping and like oblivious to like the fact that like this is not I don't know this is not real um and so my guide showed up and it was like um you know in your heart that like this isn't right and that this isn't meant to be um and she was like close your eyes and then I like heard a message from her like that message essentially that like it was out of alignment with me Mm -hmm. um and so I was like what like it's almost like it's like those memes when like you ask it's like I asked that for guidance and then there's a sign that says you shouldn't do it and they're like I'm still confused like (laughs) 
it was literally that I was like mm-hmm. I had this dream and like it told me this was out of alignment with me but like should I trust it like what does it mean I'm like literally they told me what they meant directly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly but like that was the first time I had met that guide and I seen mm-hmm. her um and I could feel the same energy just like whenever I would connect in um, so I found out her name and like, I found out, um, that I was closely, uh, connected to Isis. Um, and I usually call her Aset now because like that is her Egyptian name and not her Greek name and like mm. the history of whitewashing. Um, her and I also connected with Ganesh. Um, Jesus has also visited me a lot. Um, and Let's see. I'm trying to think. Oh, oh my God. Kubera, who is a, another Hindu god. Mm-hmm. Um, so funny enough, I was like walking down the street one day and they're like, Portland always has free shit just out on the curb. Like <laughs> literally, if you walk a block, you'll find like a free couch. You'll probably find like a t- like anything you need, you walk a block and like it's there. Um, so I was just walking and there's like this free pile and usually I never take anything. But like, my God, like I felt this very strong pull to go back. Um, and there was this like picture frame. And so I turned it over and there was like this, I don't know, this deity. And I was like, who is this? It's like, obviously I was supposed to, I was supposed to find it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually still have like, I still have the framed um, wow. deity with Well, me it sounds today. like you're shopping in the street, which is what your <laughs> dream was. <laughs> Oh, oh it's actually god. not that far off oh my god I guess yeah <laughs> free shopping yeah. the best kind um but I I was like I don't know who this is I knew it was like a Hindu god um but one day I was at work um at the art studio and I felt called to like research Hindu god of wealth and I sure enough found him um or really they because like a lot of um, a lot of deities are both male and female, depending on like the energy that they're harnessing. Mm. Um, but I found out that it was Kubera, um, so definitely work a lot with them, um, and they've helped me manifest a lot of wealth and like abundance for my business. Hell yeah! But, yeah, I I am visited by a lot of a lot of different deities and recently I've been getting into like intergalactic guides and like star seeds and and stuff like that so yeah a lot of a lot of spiritual support I love it does that mean aliens like aliens are speaking to you um yeah I guess I guess (laughs) I guess it would be considered aliens but um I've really been thinking about like what an alien is and like I think that like anything outside of like a human that is up in the other realm so like an alien or an angel a spiritual guide like Mm -hmm. those would all be under the same the same framework of an alien so like I Mm -hmm. I just feel like aliens a lot like broader of a term Mm -hmm. but yeah yes that's so cool yeah (laughs) what what have their messages been intergalactic um, so I actually just had a session with uh, Tiffany Ten, who is like one of my favorite YouTubers who specializes in star seeds. Um, and she just channeled like a whole a whole hour and a half session of messages for me. 
Um, but from my own personal like meditations, um, they, it's been kind of wild. I'm not even going to lie. It's like a little bit freaky. Um, and so? a little bit, well, because like, so uh, there's a race of beings called the mantid beings who are essentially like six foot and taller, like praying mantises. So like, if you see that, that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> that's so scary it's like fuck but like they're not (laughs) they're not harmful they're not like malice like uh, malevolent at least the ones that I am dealing with um but just really tall yeah it's it's still unsettling though like I'm still getting used to that um just like anything else like I don't know, Claire audience, you hear a voice for the first time you're like what's going on you know um but (laughs) Uh, a lot of the messages have just been about like the trajectory that the earth and humanity and like human consciousness are going in and just sort of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> well, I channel these messages all the time, like on my YouTube. Um, I just posted one recently about like how to stay grounded through the <laughs> impending chaos that's like coming mm-hmm. um, <laughs> okay well yeah can you just give us like the warning can you summarize the warning for us yeah so essentially it's about doing stuff you should already be doing working on your spiritual grounding mm-hmm. um not giving into fear and panic mm-hmm. and like the collective chaos mindset I feel like is like really prevalent right now yeah mm-hmm. and just making sure that like you're grounded and that you know you're going to be okay. Mm. Like that's essentially it. And also like tapping into your intuition and like following your inner compass, which I mean, that's all stuff that like, mm-hmm. that I feel like people who are most likely listening to this are like, are going to hear this are probably already doing. Yeah. So. Right. Right. Just keep it up, witches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what do you personally do to ground yourself and, and make yourself feel that peace? Um, yeah, so it's kind of like what we already talked about, just like finding my bliss, no matter what's going on externally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just continue that practice. And like, um, I don't know, it's kind of wild, the messages I've been getting about like some of the stuff going on. But like, I know that I'm here like on a mission, if you will, mm-hmm. like, I'm here to be helping heal people, helping ground people and like, mm-hmm. just bringing more light onto this planet. So I feel like as long as I'm doing that, then I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. You will be and I totally understand that because I have have like harnessed the dragon energy. Thanks yes. to a former guest. Yeah. Teddy Longordo who came on and um, through doing like some really powerful dragon energy meditations, I, I did automatic writing and they were like, you're here on a mission to help uh, raise the consciousness. And like, there's this more ideal harmony amongst humans and nature that we can get to. Mm. It's possible. And they were like, there's a lot of other people on this mission with you, but you're one of the leaders on this mission. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. And and, and they were like, we're supporting you. We're trying to support you. Just um, let us slide stuff into your path because we're like quantum level trying to send you help. Like, (laughs) (laughs) gotta love that. Gotta love that. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I feel like that's so comforting Mm -hmm. to know that, like, even though it feels chaotic, like, you can still have a level of awareness and, like, 
know your role in a sense mm-hmm. and like know mm-hmm. that everything's going to be okay because like yeah. we I feel like as a as a race of like human beings like we sort of need this like chaos I feel like um especially in the U.S. with the revolution that's breaking out there's so mm-hmm. much um wounding and like there's so much that needs to come to the surface before we can mm-hmm. achieve that state of harmony so I feel like even though it's it's kind of uncertain in a lot of ways, there is this underlying feel, uh, feeling that like it's leading to like our greater evolution mm-hmm. and like this mm-hmm. we're like together. getting a reset. We exactly yeah, it's like yeah. A, a gift if if we do things correctly, you know. Like we have an opportunity coming up to say what kind of country and what kind of people we are. Yeah. It's like in order to build something new, you have to get rid of the old. So mm-hmm. we're just in the destruction phase, but like the rebuilding will be soon. Mm-hmm. And I think as long as we're each, like you said, doing what like our purpose is, not to be cheesy, but yeah, what's your mission? Like, well, mm-hmm. what's your why? Then it will harmonize because everyone's is a little bit different and we need all the different purposes. Yes, yeah. I channel that for people all the time. It's like mm-hmm. you're, there's always space for what you love to do and like what brings mm-hmm. you joy. And like if everyone focused on that, like, like could you imagine? Like could you fucking imagine that world? Everyone does what they're meant to do. Everyone's focused on their own happiness. Mm-hmm. If that would just be so beautiful. And like so it, beautiful. it's like you said, we can have that, um, and we're working towards it. Mm-hmm. So. It's really an exciting time to like be a soul on this planet. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> definitely exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of things. Yeah, a lot of things. We're in a revolution. I think about that too, like the different levels of existence or like consciousness that I deal with. Like there's my humanness where I'm like, oh, this person never texted me back. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But then I'm like, okay, I'm on a fucking like earth mission to like (laughs) save the planet. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) It's fucking fine that you didn't text me back. (laughs) I'm on an earth mission right now. Exactly. I love it. Well, I'm wondering if, yeah, Rachel, I had the same idea. Um, could you give us a tarot reading for the collective? What did you say? Could you give us a tarot reading for the collective? Yes, I'd love to. And it's actually funny because like, I was thinking about this reading that I'm going to give um, and just kind of like loosely meditating on it. Not really. I was like folding clothes and I was like, I wonder what this message is going to be about. Um, and I did hear something about like courage, um, courage to like be yourself. So it's funny that like we were just talking about that because it ties in perfectly to like what I was getting. Um, and like, yeah, really just like your role and like courage and like fulfilling that and sort of being unapologetic about pursuing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what cards come out. How long do y'all want this to be? However long as you want. Okay. Well, we'll start with this one. My Star Seeds Oracle deck. Ooh, pretty. Yeah. Let's see. What messages do you have for the collective today? 
<laughs> messages. That's what we have. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm really getting this like suppression. Um, so I feel like it's important that everyone is like tapping in at this time and really like sort of allowing like the divine to guide them. Um, and when I say the divine, I really mean like your your true self, your soul, mm-hmm. um, because really divinity is just like our purest form. Um, so I feel like it's important that you're following your intuition at this time, especially around like um, career goals, life purpose, and stuff like that. Because I feel like um, just with the personal messages I've been channeling as well, like there's almost this like huge push for everyone to like pursue that right now. Um, and so I feel like it is this sort of like, yeah, I'm seeing right now like this sort of like net or like network, if you will, of people mm. who are like living their life purpose and doing what they're meant to do right now. Um, and so I feel like it is like, Um, And it's funny, it's a net too, because there's also an element of safety with that. Um, So I feel like the more people who are like grounding this light, um, the better it's going to be for everyone collectively. Um, So I am really getting like listening to your intuition and like going for what you feel called to. Um, And they're also telling you to say that like not everyone's life purpose is like healing people. Your life purpose might be fashion and like, that could be your way of like anchoring light. Um, And so it's going to look different for everyone, um, but it's important that everyone like pursue that for themselves Mm -hmm. if it makes sense. Beautiful. What cards do we have for the collective today? Oh. Oh my God. Okay. So we have, you're not alone. (laughs) A network. (laughs) Exactly. Um, It says isolation, physical connection and community. Mm. And like in this card, there's this like lightning between these two beings. Um, And so there, that rarely is like astral connection being connected on like higher planes. Mm. Um, And so even if they're like with quarantine, like there is this like separation but there's, it's really like an illusion because we're all so much more connected than like mm. the 3D realm, if that makes sense. So you're really not in this alone. I'm also getting like leaning on other people for support. So mm-hmm. like looking to people who are maybe farther than you in your journey and like mm-hmm. um, just learning and like also supporting the people who are maybe not as far as you. So there's almost mm-hmm. this like um, looking ahead of mm-hmm. you, looking behind you and like just grounding yourself um in that position and like doing the work both ways if that Mm -hmm. makes sense Mm -hmm. um because we're all in this together Mm -hmm. um and then we have empathetic star seed and it says energetic sovereignty absorbing what's not yours yeah so i really feel like this is a message for um people who are like energy workers which is um, who identify as star seeds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there is a connection. I'm feeling like something is really going to connect us all. Like there's almost like this heightened awareness of people who are like on the same path almost. Mm-hmm. Like it almost feels like an antenna being raised and like being able to like connect to other people who are like on this path or like doing this work. 
Um, and so I feel like, yeah, I'm really getting like a heightened awareness. Like, I don't really know how to exactly like bring this into form what I'm feeling, but mm. it feels almost like, like how you go from like 3G to 4G to like 5G, <laughs> like phone networks, like mm-hmm. there's going to be like a heightened feeling of other people, like mm. who you're supposed to be connected to mm. and who are also doing this work. But I also feel like a heightened sensitivity overall. So I'm getting like um, some symptoms of this, like I'm getting headache, um, I'm hearing fever. Um, and so this could be um, almost like a sinus type of thing or like a, a cold, which can be very scary during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. But I feel like um, this is going to be specifically for people who are already on a spiritual path, a spiritual mm-hmm. journey. Um, and it feels like there's definitely going to be physical symptoms of this, almost like mm-hmm. a preparation for mm-hmm. like this heightened awareness. It's like when you have to get a new phone, like, I don't know why it keeps relating back to phones. <laughs> Maybe something's going to happen with like Verizon or something, yeah. but um, <laughs> it's like you have to get a new device to like handle this new network. So there's going to be like DNA activations. There's going to be like changes to the physical vessel to be able to handle this frequency. I'm I wonder if you have a headache getting a new device. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that explains that. I wonder, I wonder who's going to be listening to this because this is a very, very spiritual message. Um, usually, like, usually my collective messages do not go this deep. But oh. I feel like, yeah, whoever's listening to this definitely needs to hear this and like know this. So I'm excited for whoever's listening to this. But um, we also have the golden children here. Ooh. Um, and it says inner child tenderness, innocence and rare gifts. Mm. Um, so it's funny. I was talking about like talking to uh, future children. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also getting a message here of pregnancy and like, more souls incarnating onto the earth. Um, And so I feel like there is also going to be like, I'm getting like generationally, people are gonna be born more connected. Um, Mm. And so I feel like that's like a whole nother layer of like the evolution of um, human consciousness that we're experiencing. Um, But I feel like uh, Mm. having children at this time is also important. Um, Mm. So definitely be be as careful as you as you feel you need to be right now as far as children, because I feel like there's a lot of souls like just ready and waiting to change the world through this world. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Use protection, witches. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Love it. Okay, we'll we'll get some tarot cards too. Awesome. What additional messages do we have for the collective today? The cards are flying out. It's so cool. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Oh. Okay. This oh. is interesting. We have the Nine of Swords. And I feel like this is that like fear, that chaos, that panic that I was picking up on. 
Um, it's going to be really easy to fall into this. So I feel like it's important to be grounded. To me, this is like a muggle here. Like <laughs> a muggle. So, yeah. Yeah. This is someone who is not spiritually aware. Um, and that, there's nothing wrong with that existence, but I feel like that's why this person is so fearful. They mm-hmm. don't have that, like, that feeling of divine connection and like the underlying knowing that everything is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's a need to really be spiritually grounded. And like, this to me always feels like the dismantling of the patriarchy. Like this is like old systems crumbling and like it's columns, which is like very ancient and archaic. So, like, we need this stuff to fall down so we can build new. Um, So I feel like with that coming out first, like, definitely, like, be grounded. um, Take your healthiness, like, seriously. I feel like it's going to be make or break to, like, how you handle this energy that's coming. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is interesting. I'm getting a low-key love message here. We have the Queen of Cups with the king of swords oh oh shit yeah (laughs) definitely getting like it's either it doesn't this feels to me really like polyamory oh my god like it doesn't yeah yeah it doesn't feel like cheating which i feel like sometimes like three is interpreted in like um tarot but it feels really like polyamory so that's definitely a message for some people Um, For other people, I'm really getting, like, your network and, like, who's around you, like, friends, family, like, the people that are close to you. It's important Mm -hmm. to be discerning about, like, how they affect your energy because you're going to need your energy. Mm -hmm. um, Especially with empathetic starseed coming up, I feel like that's this queen of cups, like, people who really feel and who are very much emotionally based. It's important to like be discerning about who's in your energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also feel like with the king and queen of swords, like to me, um, the swords can be sort of analytical and a little bit detached from like the water energy, the feeling. Um, and so this could be like naysayers or people who are more um I don't even want to say science-based because I feel like I am a scientist in a lot of ways, but like people who sort of are non-believers, if you will, um, Mm -hmm. there might be a lot of people um, going against like you wanting to be a healer or your spiritual practices. Um, So again, like be discerning about who you're inviting in your energy at this Mm -hmm. time, because like you don't want this. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's interesting um, that this is also swords. So I feel like the same people who are like, oh, your experiences are like not real are the people who are also in like the nine of swords energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but negative. Yeah. 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 And I mean, then we have this like sweet little queen of cups, which I feel like <laughs> is just like, okay, like whatever, man, like yeah. whatever. you do That's, you. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just going to be grounded. Um, on the bottom of the deck, we have the wheel of fortune. Mm, which cool. to me is speaking to this like Jupiter going direct energy, which like is a reason why I feel super pumped right now. Um, but Jupiter says blessing, says positive mm. shifts forward. Um, and also there's an energy of expansion there too. So I was getting that like um, the antenna thing, like mm-hmm. feeling, feeling more, um, feeling more connected, feeling more people and just feeling more sensitive in general. Um, but overall, like the will of fortune is definitely a shift of energy, which we're definitely in. So it makes sense that it's like on the bottom of the deck. 
but mm. shift for the positive for sure. Mm. Fortune's in our favor, hopefully. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. What a great read. That was beautiful to receive. I know the listeners are going to get a lot out of it. Yay. I love that. That's, that's all I can hope for. Yes. <laughs> well, where can listeners find you, Queen Tay? Um, I am on Instagram at Queen Tay Tarot. Um, I'm also, and then you can pretty much just like go to the link in my bio to find me everywhere else, like YouTube um, and my Patreon as well for more exclusive readings and like love messages and also my spiritual blog about all the crazy shit that I experience spiritually on like a weekly basis. So yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, And we end every episode with a basic blessing. This is something we're each grateful for today. Any of us can start. I would say I'm grateful for connecting to like beautiful souls such as y'all and like just being able to share my gifts and help anchor more light and healing and love on this planet. Mm. I love that. And so grateful we found you. Um, yeah, I'm grateful for music. It's like, I sing with my boyfriend, he plays a guitar and it's just so lovely and helps me escape. Mm, that's so nice that you have just a, a private guitar player. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> At your whim. <laughs> um, I'm so grateful for, um, I don't, I don't know how to phrase this, but like, I'm glad I get to talk about sexuality and um, polyamory and open relationships. And like, I had a phone call with a dear friend today all about that. And it's like, like you were saying, Tay, it's like, I like love that I can help and meet these beautiful souls and like help in some way, even if it's just like talking about threesomes and open relationships. (laughs) (laughs) We all have our own jobs. Yes. I love that so much. (laughs) That's so awesome. Well, thank you so much, Queen Tay. This was amazing. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Like I love this podcast and I appreciate the work that y'all do. We appreciate you. Right back at you. Witches, this show is made possible by listeners like you who contribute on our Patreon. If you want to join the Basic Witches Coven, become a patron. And as a thank you for your support, we'll give you all kinds of witchy goodness, like card readings and custom art. We'll see you in the coven. Hexo, hexo. Basic Witches. Basic, pimp, basic, pimp, basic, pimp, basic, pimp, 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 pimp
Pimp. Basic witches. <laughs> <laughs>